Satnam, welcome, welcome. Satnam, welcome. Thank you so, so much for being here. Welcome. Welcome, come on in. Welcome to today's live broadcast. Satnam, Satnam. Welcome. Thank you so, so much for being here. Feel free to make yourself comfortable. We're going to be going diving deep down the rabbit hole today. So welcome. Thank you so, so much for being here. So for some of you that may not know me, I am Jyotira Jibkwar, also known and born as Veronica Barragan. I am the founder of Satori Wellness and Spirituality and the Sovereign Woman Movement, which is the Sovereign Woman Academy, an eight-week group coaching program to overcome cold depression uh, for top real estate producers and women entrepreneurs. And I'm really, really excited to be able to talk to you all today and this month on this beautiful new month of May. Cannot believe it, ladies. We are moving almost halfway through the year. And I don't know for all, uh, about you, but for me, it definitely has felt like a blink of an eye. And time is an illusion, right? And we're totally being able to break some serious ancestral karmic cycles and shift timelines and experience ourselves in, in a whole new awareness, which is such a beautiful, beautiful reason why we incarnated during this time. And we move into May, and May brings forth this really powerful, potent energy with the eclipse season. So I don't know if you knew, but uh, May it starts the beginning of our eclipse season, which we have a very, very potent eclipse on May 26, right at the end of the month. And eclipses for a long time, even for our ancestors like the Mayans or the Aztecs and, and Vedic tradition, they were able to use these dates as portals of energy to truly transform their lives, to shift into other timelines, to experience greater awareness. And that's what these uh, eclipse cycles bring to us. So to say that this month is gonna be transformative is an understatement. And because we are living in this new age of consciousness where quantum leaps of change and transformation happen in a second, in a second you're seeing the way you interact or experience life completely transformed. And this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. As we move more into 2021, there are a lot of positive things to also be looking at. But most of us are so distracted by our own inner wounds that we are not really becoming aware of the opportunities, becoming aware of where we ourselves can become leaders in this transition team of a new age of consciousness. So this month, I'm dedicating the entire month to really sharing with all of you what the biggest ailment, what the biggest challenge of humanity is today and will continue to be today. And I'm really passionate about what I'm gonna share with you all because the more that I speak to people, the more that I see how people of all ages, especially women, but in the last weekend, I have been able to look at situations where not just older people perhaps in their 60s but maybe even younger people like in their 20s and in childhood like 11 12 they're undergoing what we're going to be talking about this entire month so it is my duty it is my dharmic purpose to deliver the information the awareness and the tools to help society to help humanity right now as we undergo these mass changes now, before we move into that, I really think it's important that you get to know my story a little bit more. And some of you might know my story, 
but to others that might not know my story or maybe that know part of it, today I really want to share with you exactly why I now share this SWC method technology of self-healing for other women and why it's so important for you to understand that it is important to become aware and not only learn to shift through the changes in consciousness, but to integrate the tools that are going to help you thrive. Not just survive, I'm talking about thriving because that's truly what sovereignty is. Now, this week for me also, the month of May marks my one-year anniversary, or not one-year, two-year anniversary, oh my goodness, two-year anniversary that I literally walked away from my business as a 15 years as a real estate business broker. And I want to take you on my journey just a little bit so you can understand how I discovered that what I was suffering was from cold depression and that how it was being pressured upon me not by me not dealing with my inner wounds, which had a lot to do with the inner child wounds. So 15 years in the real estate industry and in May, May 1st, was my last day where I literally closed the chapter on that part of my life. And I can be honest with you now and say that when I first left, I can I would definitely agree that I wanted to change my last my name and just run away and forget that that part of the world even existed for me or that part of my life, that part of a chapter. And I don't know if any of you ladies can resonate with that, but how many of us have like chapters in our life where we wish that they either didn't happen or we wish we could just hide them deep into the subconscious mind where I wasn't really becoming aware of how much power, wisdom, learning I learned through that chapter in my life and now being able to appreciate all that I've learned that made me who I am today and also allowed me to be on this path. But I was a broker for 15 years to the outside world. I actually owned my own real estate company for a long time. My husband and I, in our early 20s, we actually, uh, when the market, the real estate market first boomed in 2005, we opened up our own real estate company and we were investing, we were buying a lot of houses, definitely getting governed by the power of the ego, of a materialistic acquisition, uh, just buying the material things and completely empty inside. And then the real estate market crashed. And during that time, thankfully, we were not forced to close down our business. I was super young, but we were chameleons where we were able to transition. And really, uh, I was able to bring in these really amazing accounts where we started working with bank-owned foreclosures. But the reality is that at the same time that I was transitioning and shifting, I was going through a big spiritual awakening. And to the outside world, I looked like I was a complete success. She shifted. She's going into this new era. You know, she's successful. But the reality was that I was dying inside. And I was living a fake life. During that time, we also had to short sell a lot of our houses and homes. We had to change our lifestyle from where one where the real estate market took us into this immense amount of money we were making every single month to feeling dead inside and our marriage completely almost falling apart. So we were dying inside with all of this money. And when the market crashed, it took us on a deep, deep my husband and I but me even more on a deep deep spiritual journey of going within so since 2008 it has been a, a, a journey of dismantling and remembering who I am and rewiring the subconscious mind 
But what I didn't realize until Kundalini came into my life a lot later was that what I was suffering from was what many top producing women entrepreneurs, high overachievers, basically those that look successful and play this facade to the world are struggling from. And so during my journey, I actually made the decision to go to the Peruvian jungle and to work with plant medicines. This month, we are going to be featuring an amazing teacher who's going to be on my podcast as a guest, who's going to be talking about plant medicines, but we're also going to be talking about what you really need to know about integration. Because I went to the jungle, to the Peruvian jungle in 2015, when to the outside world, you know, again, I was at the top of my the world in my business. I was basically president of several nonprofit organizations. I was in many places where there were only white women, white men involved in nonprofit organizations. I was the youngest Mexican woman leading those organizations. So I was not only successful in my business, but I was very, very involved in the industry, not just locally. I was also involved statewide and even at a national level. I was uh, lobbying in Washington DC for the rights of, of uh, immigrant, uh, immigrants' ability to buy housing here in the United States. So to tell you that I was really involved and successful is an understatement, right? But the reality was that it was a facade. And the truth was that I was keeping myself really, really busy with things outside of me. I was keeping myself really, really busy with being involved in all these different organizations, uh, being uh, helping this part out and uh, doing this so that I could avoid what was going on in here. And truly, I didn't feel worthy. I wasn't. I didn't feel whole. So I, I thought that I had to accumulate more accolades. I thought that I had to accumulate more designations and titles under my role. I was making a name for myself. Little did I know that this was what was draining me every single day because not only was I not on purpose, but I was using outside stimulants to help me keep going day after day after day. Whether that was coffee, you know, making sure that I was on my fourth and fifth cup of coffee every single day to stay up to date with everything that was on my schedule or alcohol. Because to me, wine was the way to distress. I would come home from a really, really busy day at the office because I, I went from a point of owning my own real estate company, selling it, and then I became the real estate broker for a very, very successful company here, not only locally, but nationwide, where I actually managed hundreds, over a hundred entrepreneurs, all of them business owners, back-to-back -back coaching appointments. I was responsible for revenue, for uh, all everything that encompassed the company, as well as coaching and growing their businesses of the individuals that I coached. So it was a huge challenge, but one that I actually really loved because it helped me work on what I love to work on people, which was their mindset, right? Which was their energy, which was their thoughts and their feelings and emotions. But what truly started to happen was that God started to call me to a higher purpose. And I don't know if any of you have been called by God herself to something bigger than you, but that's exactly what started to happen to me. And when I went to the Peruvian jungle and I worked with plant medicines, Mother Ayahuasca, I thought that was going to be the solution to the existential crisis that I was going to going through. And so when I went through the jungle, I absolutely had a life-changing operation of my soul. 
but there was no way that I was able to integrate everything that had happened because literally it was like all of the barriers of my subconscious mind that had blocked all those traumas had been broken. So can you imagine if somebody just goes into your system, unlocks the subconscious mind and all those things that you've been hiding all of a sudden are opened in a series of a few days. Can you imagine what that does to the psyche and also not having integration tools when I came back? That was the worst part because when I came back from the jungle, I once again found myself in the same situation that I went to the jungle to heal from. I didn't heal my addiction with alcohol, from uh, with plant medicines. In fact, when I came back, everything was going upside down in my life, which we were told was going to happen. And so I started to res basically go to my old ways of, of dealing, which was for me was alcohol. That was the outer stimulant I needed in order to stay, you know, grounded or even continued being and doing throughout my day. So when I came back from the Peruvian jungle, I thought my life was going to be perfect. And in fact, my energy was completely out of alignment. I was living only in my upper triangle, meaning I was not honoring who I am as a human being. I was not grounded. I was only looking for the visions and the connection to the divinity, which is what I had experienced, but I didn't know how to experience that in this physical body. My energy was completely out of alignment. My subconscious mind was basically showing me day after day all of these things that I was hiding and I didn't have the tools. So when a lot of people, and again, this is what we're gonna be doing, that uh, this whole, uh, I'm having a beautiful teacher come next week to talk about plant medicine so we can talk about how important it is integration, post-integration. G Loves Plant says, it's amazing that you were able to walk away from so much. It was it, the ego, right? I think when you start to ask the universe and you start to ask higher consciousness for help, we are ontological engineers. So life is always creating us back. A lot of the times when we have challenges in life, we right away deem them as negative or bad when in fact you're getting what you want. The universe is giving it to you, you're just not surrendering. And that's what was happening with me. So I remember also the second time when I came back from the Peruvian jungle, needing, needing the integration tools, I surrendered to a higher consciousness. All of our lives were threatened when we came back. I had a near life death experience. My husband had a life death, uh, near death experience. My sons, both of them, each had a near-death experience when we came back from the jungle. This is why I want to do a whole week series on talking about plant medicine work because I see a lot of actually people even from my community from the real estate industry that have been really interested or have been going but not understanding that if they don't prepare prior to the plant medicine as well as after the plant medicine that there could be some serious issues, right? And so that's when I surrendered again to higher consciousness and that's when Kundalini came into my life. Now, I remember when I, when I went to my first class of Kundalini, I was the only one in an ashram, in an empty ashram with a gentleman who sat in front of me with a long beard and with, with a, a turban. And I had done other yogas before. I had even went and I had gone to study with Deepak Chopra, uh, primordial meditation. I'd done a lot of Bikram yoga. I'd practiced um, a lot of different uh, healing modalities by then. I had become attuned as a Reiki master. I mean, but I had never, not only not heard of Kundalini, but never experienced what happened to me in that first class. Because when I went to my first class, it was literally like I was back at the Maloka 
in the Peruvian jungle, completely plugged into the divinity, completely plugged into the medicina, because the medicina, Mother Ayahuasca, still lives in me, and she works through me when I give my classes, and she works through me when I'm speaking, but completely plugged into this neutral mind where there was no past or no future, and only the now and the infinite soul existed. And I thought to myself, how in the world was I able to access this level of consciousness without plant medicines? And that's when I knew that I had found what I was looking for all of my life. And that's when I really became committed to the practice. I started by going to class a lot, and I started by taking more and more. I started by working specifically on some of the issues that I was dealing with. And then I discovered what cold depression was. What cold depression is, is basically when we have these really big shifts in consciousness, what we're going through right now, our ancestors, the Aztecs, the Mayans, the Vedic traditions all talked about this time that we're going through where the energy frequency of Mother Earth is shifting fast. And the reason that is, is because we're changing. You are energy, thoughts, feelings, and emotions. That's a frequency. Because we are changing, it changes the frequency of Mother Earth because we're all part of her. We're all part of, it's scientifically proven. You can look up the Schumann resonance. The Schumann resonance is a frequency that actually measures the electromagnetic field of Mother Earth, her heart space. And that is now, we know through science, that that changes based on the heart vibration or the emotional thoughts of human beings. So when we are in fear, that Schumann resonance changes and it spikes up. And we can actually, we're also psychic. It actually, if something big is going to happen, the Schumann resonance will spike up even hours before it actually happens. So because we're all frequency, we can shift our frequencies during these big shifts of changes of time, during this big evolution that we're all going through, quantum leaps of change that are coming down the system. The biggest thing that we're not addressing in the age of information is that our brains, our systems consume more information in one day, in one day, than our ancestors consumed 100 years ago in their entire lifetime. So you are a computer system and you are processing information. Every time you get an email, every time you go on social media, every time you respond to a text, it's like literally like opening up a, a cabinet of vodka because it's a dopamine kick to the brain. So when I'm not saying to not use technology, I'm saying because we're in changing times, you need to integrate the inner work to help you with what is deteriorating the brain. This is why we have so many young people having strokes, having severe anxiety. All of it has to do with the cold depression because cold depression is when you are so stimulated from an outer world that you have lost the disconnection to yourself. That's why it's cold and you are numb to the body. So you use outside stimulants, coffee, alcohol, risky behavior. We Some people are participating in really risky behavior in their life because they need the adrenaline. They need the cortisol. They need the plug of the stress, right? Otherwise, they don't feel alive. And that's the second aspect. And this is what I was going through deeply. A deep sense of loneliness, a deep sense of existential crisis. That is one of the key components of cold depression. And also, most people that have it, they don't even know they have it. 
They don't know because why? They keep themselves so busy and they're top producers. I was there. I was a top producer in everything until I had a Kundalini awakening. My nervous system broke down and my energy could not tolerate it anymore. And these are the women that I help now. The women that were exactly who I was three years ago where they're at their top of their game. You know, they're, they're successful in life. Not all, though. They're suffering with their health. They're suffering with their mental health. And then that trickles into other bigger problems because when you suffer with the mental health, then you're going to suffer in your relationships. You're going to suffer with your husband, with your children, with the mother, because then everybody becomes a problem. And that's where my life was, where everybody was the problem and I was the only one that was right because I was the successful one. I was the egotistical one. I had the power. Unfortunately, what I had to learn the hard way was that power just makes you more of what you are. And that if anybody wants power, anybody that wants it, they shouldn't have it. They shouldn't have it. That's why our politicians shouldn't have it, because they want it. It's important that we really check ourselves before we wreck ourselves, which is really what I was doing to myself. And even coming into this industry, you know, I left the real estate industry. I'm now helping my legacy. This is what God called me to do, to help other women overcome cold depression and specifically go back to the world I came from which I didn't want to go back to because I hadn't forgiven myself you know I wanted to change my name and go into a cave and run away and truly the last two years have been about surrendering and and now working on the deeper inner healing because here's the thing ladies if you have not dealt with your inner child wounds this entire month at Satori Wellness and Spirituality my membership community we're working on the mother wound the thing is that not everyone is experiencing what's happening in the world in the same way. And here's what I found out and discovered through Kundalini Yoga therapy training, because now I'm in, um, as, trained as a therapist, Kundalini Yoga therapist, but also through my own self-experience, which is even more powerful than any training. But here's what I discovered. Because remember I told you, I've been on this journey since 2008, really, the awakening of my Kundalini. But the reality is my healing journey didn't really, really begin until 2015. Now, 2015, I went to, to the jungle. That's when uh, Kundalini came into my life. However, I had to first work on the cold depression. I had to first work on the vitality. I didn't have energy to even process emotions. Can you imagine if you start someone in their therapy on their inner child wounds right away? They don't, you don't even have the energy to even stay awake or to even go out into life. When you have depression... When some people, not everyone, everyone, some people respond differently, but typically you don't want to see people. You don't want to go out. You don't have the energy for anything. So if we throw you onto the healing journey right into the deepest wounds, it's not going to work. And that, it didn't work for me. For me, I had to address the cold depression first. When I addressed the cold depression, which was I had to work with specific meditations, with specific Kriyas, with specific energy work, I created the SWC method, which is psychotherapy on steroids. It's a combination of kundalini yoga therapy, as well as spiritual psychotherapy, because this is what I've been using since 2008. But it takes that in order to overcome the cold depression so you can start to feel your soul again, so you don't rely on outer stimulants to get your energy, so you can be more productive, like I was sharing with you all. I get up at 3.30 in the morning and I don't drink coffee anymore. Because I don't need it. 
lot of people are like, why? Don't you need it now? No, because I'm getting my energy from natural resources, which is from right here, from right here. And I can connect and feel my soul so I can be guided intuitively by my heart instead of by the patriarchy or by the Piscean age of competition or copying others or being scared of failure or what other people think of you. That's not sovereignty. That's not sovereignty at all. But we can't, I wish I could tell you that I could create a program where you would heal in eight weeks, but there's layers to this. And the most important part is that you always have a community and a support system to help you. Because that's why I also created Satori Wellness and Spirituality. Because that's the sisterhood. That's where I teach the classes three times a week, where you can actually have the backup support because the healing journey is not linear. Have I healed my life? Absolutely. I no longer drink alcohol, which that was a big karmic ancestral cycle that I had to break in my lineage. My lineage comes from a lineage of a lot of addictions to alcohol. And all of it was happening with the cold depression. And here's the thing again, if you don't deal with the cold depression, the inner child wounds that you haven't dealt with and the ancestral stuff is hitting you harder than ever. So you deal with this, then you deal with this. Now, my relationships, all of them have healed. I can sit here in front of your face and tell you what a beautiful, wholesome, amazing marriage I have now. A truly beautiful marriage after 23 years where I can see that human being teach me so much about myself. And he has his practice. And both of us practice together. We have a daily meditation. It's not difficult. It's a Kundalini-specific Kriya for couples. And it's only three minutes long. We tune in. But it has changed our marriage. My relationship with my mother. Oh, my God. I was always so triggered by my mom. I could not be around her without being intoxicated. Because I always felt like I was being judged. Or that basically I was not enough. Or all these other things that had nothing to do with her. But had everything to do with me. I could be around this woman and tell her her truths and now she knows also to not come around me and not tell me anything that is not vibration in alignment because she respects me. You know, at the beginning when I started practicing Kundalini, she thought I was crazy. She's like, what is she getting into? Now she's practicing devil shit because I grew up Catholic. You know, I grew up Catholic. I'm supposed to be a quiet little Catholic girl that goes to church, right? And now I'm wearing white and a turban and I'm chanting. My dad calls it howling because they, they visit when we go on vacation together. I still do my sadhana. And he's like, oh, ya va a empezar aquella a huyar. So he, they, they know that I'm serious. <laughs> so it's actually pretty funny. But they really did think I was crazy. And now she respects me in all aspects of my life. Why? Because I don't have to tell her anything with my mouth. My actions show my life shows it. Everything in my life changed. So I don't have to say anything. That was her biggest prayer that I would uh, someday stop drinking alcohol. Not knowing that that judgment was what was hurt me the most. But probably maybe her prayers actually came true. Maybe this is why Kundalini came into my life. I don't know. My mother's amazing and she's really powerful. And that woman, when she prays, God listens. Like I'm not kidding you. So maybe, maybe. And Lizzie knows. She absolutely knows. So, every, And I was able to walk away. You know, this is my two-year anniversary for my... From this 15-year business that I have zero regrets from walking away and never looked back, not once. And again, now I can look back and, and honor and love and, and compassion and say, now I know why all of that had to happen. So I can go back and help all of these women that need my help that were me two to three years ago. 
So this has been my story and I wanted to share it with you all so that you can see the possibilities of what could be in your life. That's the biggest thing. Like it's, I'm not special or I'm not, you know, the chosen one. We're all chosen. And if you're listening to this right now, you're especially chosen. So you have to really ask yourself, you know, do I really want to continue the definition of insanity of doing the same things over and over again and expecting new results? Or am I ready? Am I ready to actually change my life? Am I ready to integrate these holistic tools that are going to help me in a time where the old tools are not? In a time where we can truly change our lives just the way I did. Just the way I did. You can too. So there's a couple of things this month that are happening that are pretty exciting. First and foremost, as you all know from my post, Satori Wellness and Spirituality is open for enrollment from right now until the 5th of May. Till the 5th of May is the last day that you can join us for May's collective of classes. Now this month, we're working on specifically the mother wound. Everything is energy. Everything is a frequency. And with the technology that I teach and the SWC method, we apply specific prescript prescriptive energy work to help you realign that energy. The mother wound is one of the deepest wounds we must all work on. And truly, it is what blocks us from empowerment as women and affects us in all areas of our life. It should not be taboo to speak about this or to feel that you've gone through some type of wound because it doesn't just come from abandonment or abuse. A lot of the times it can come from our, our mamas being much too much in the divine feminine where they were not able to teach us how to be in our masculinity as leaders authentically and confident in this world, right? So a lot of compassion for yourself, but enrollment is open so that you can have the support of sisters. This morning we had a beautiful sadhana and after sadhana we probably stayed talking for an hour after our meditation practice because we all just wanted to talk about what everybody was going through. And that's one of the things about the healing journey that it, oh my gosh, it is community is 100% part of it. In Kundalini Yoga Therapy training, that was one of the things that they enforced the most to make sure that whoever you're helping on a one-on-one, -on -one, that they also have somebody at home to help and support them on the journey. And that's what the community does for all of you. So you, this is a membership basis where you can join us on a monthly basis, on a yearly basis. You can actually click on the link in my bio and you can do two things. You can watch my master class, which gives you the whole details about the community. You get an online uh, portal with replays of all the classes. Everything is done live where you can ask me questions specifically about what you're going through. Also, you'll have replays inside a beautiful app where you can go back. Many of your community members this morning, it was actually a comment that was just said that she was going through something and she loves to be able to go to the app and just pull something and how intuitively she picks something and it's exactly what she needs for the day. So you'll have, you'll have a library of uh, ability to go back two years on some of the past classes where we worked on these aspects of healing. And you'll also have, like I said, the support of your sisters to help you on this journey, to help you really reach these higher levels of frequency. So that's the first level ba uh, basis that you can work with me. Now, again, that does close on the 5th. 555, this is going to be a really powerful day, Cinco de Mayo, because uh, 2021 is also a five-year, and then 55. so it's a really huge day for manifestation. So ladies, be courageous, take the plunge. I promise you that even a month from now, because that's what one of our community members said this morning, even a month from now, you will be seeing the impact and changes in your life. Now, the second thing is that you all know that I've been talking about the Sovereign Woman Academy, and that is coming down the pipeline. It's not here yet, probably till the end of the month. But what I do want to start doing is that if you 
resonate with what I've been talking about. If you feel that you perhaps might be going through cold depression, if you yourself are a top producing real estate agent, woman entrepreneur, this is gonna be the program for you. So what I'm doing is I'm taking 15 minute discovery calls. Now these are complimentary where I ask you a few questions and we see if this is gonna be the right program for you because it's not for everyone. It's intense. It's eight weeks and we're gonna start at the end of, uh, actually we're gonna start at the beginning of June, but I already have a list, a wait list of women and I'm not gonna take more than 11. 11 is the magic number so only 11 so if you're interested in finding out if this is the program for you send me a dm i will send you a link to my calendar you can schedule that 15 minute call with me to see if it's going to be a good fit for you and it's actually really smart if you do this now because you'll have a month to mentally prepare for what's to come which is the big transformation again this is the sovereign woman academy this is a group coaching program i've had 22 women graduate from this program many of them are still part of the community because the healing journey is not linear we come back and we raise our frequency and we sustain the frequency that's the biggest thing you know people that win the lotto statistics statistics show that most of them go back to zero again why they didn't sustain the frequency you can create a lot of energy to manifest but if you don't sustain the frequency you'll go back to your program so it's an honor to be part of these goddesses uh, um, journey as well if you're not like a top producing realtor and you just feel like you might be a good fit for this program then just send me a dm i have a couple of actually women entrepreneurs who were who i'm speaking with this week who are not in the real estate industry, but that they might be a good fit. But the reason I say that is because it's literally built for the nervous system of this individual. And I was that individual, so I know exactly what the individual means. <laughs> so send me a DM if you'd like to set up this 15-minute call. Such a beautiful week to transform. Such a beautiful week to really be in our hearts. Lizzie says, super excited for this month. Mother wound is so important to address. Yes, Lizzie. You're not the only one that has said this too. It's so interesting, but this theme this month resonated with so many people. We had so many DMs as well as even one that, coincidentally, she needs to do this work and, and her mother transitioned this month as well. So this is, even if your mother has transitioned into the next dimension, there is still healing that can be done. You can still release her from any shackles and more importantly, you can release yourself. So this is very, very sacred, beautiful work. Diane says, it was a beautiful start to begin a powerful week. It really was, Diane. Thank you so much for being there this morning. We had such a beautiful talk uh, after our sadhana. It really reminded me of why this is important, especially women's community, where we can see into each other's hearts and truly hold space. It's just, it's really beautiful. Thank you, Diane, for being the goddess that you are. Thank you everyone for being here and thank you for holding space as I share my journey with all of you as well this week where I, I celebrate two years of being able to really, like I said, take my sovereignty back and, and find, find ways to now deliver this Dharma to others. Uh, I invite you again to join me tomorrow. The entire live series for the entire month, we're going to be focusing on these different aspects of cold depression, how to overcome it how to heal it, how to transcend it. Tomorrow specifically, I'm gonna take you through the journey of from pain to glory. And I'm gonna share with you exactly what you can actually become aware of on the journey yourself so you can learn to transcend those limiting blockages that have held not only you back, but perhaps even your lineage. 
So I'll catch you all again tomorrow, 10.30 a.m. Mountain Center Time. Thank you all so much for your beautiful love on Instagram. For those catching me on Facebook, thank you. I love you so much. And all of those on the podcast, you all know that I love you more than anything. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you so much for all of the beautiful DMs. You all are so powerful beyond imagination. Thank you. Have a blessed rest of your day. Satnam. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SESWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.